All right, it's recording. Don't say anything incriminating, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first episode, the pilot of the Anti-Shuffle podcast, your local and international podcast coming at you from Saudi Arabia. I'm your co-host. Yes, that's right. You get two hosts in this podcast, not just one, not three, but two. My name is Abdullah, also known as Muzaj. You might know me by my artist name, Muzaj. I also do some production and mixing work for other people and bands. My co-host, Mansoor, please Hello. introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Mansoor. You might know me as the bass player for the band Wolfram. Playing live with the band since 2018. Yeah, I'm uh, the co-host here. We're going to be talking about all things related to rock and metal from the local scene and international scene, right? Absolutely. So we are aiming to, um, to shed light more on the local scene, um, talk about the international music scene as well. Should be a fun, loosey-goosey podcast. Yeah, if you have any piece of news or any thoughts, suggestions, opinions, uh, please feel free to email us. Uh, and um, yeah, we'll, uh, you know, we'll talk about uh, your band or talk about your music or talk about your suggestions and opinions. Uh, hopefully in future episodes where we're going to have uh, mail segments. But um, in the meantime, we have a lot of stuff to talk about here, Mansoor. And we have so much, so much news happened after Ramadan and so much stuff was happening. Um, we really don't have time. We don't have time yeah. at all. So I'm just going to kick it. News. Awesome. Kick us off with the first piece of news here. Okay, so the first piece of news is that the surviving members of Soundgarden and the estate of singer Chris Cornell have reached an agreement regarding the release of the singer's final recordings. So it says, and I quote, Soundgarden and Vicky Cornell, on behalf of the estate of Chris Cornell, are happy to announce they have reached an amicable out-of-court resolution to hear the final songs that the band and Chris were working on. We'll, I guess we'll just have to wait and see until the final yeah. uh, album is released, which I'm super psyched about, Abdullah. I'm a yeah. big fan of Soundgarden and Chris Cornell. I can't wait for this album to be released. Yeah, there's always... Well, I, yeah, I love Chris Cornell as well. And, you know, obviously his work with Audio Slave and Soundgarden and all that stuff is legendary, obviously. But... Um, but yeah, the thing is, there's always like this, any legendary band or any band that has like this legend status and an estate, there's always like news like this always comes out. Like recently as well, there was not recently, I think it was like a couple of years ago or maybe a year ago. I don't remember exactly, but Dimebag as well from Pantera. Mm -hmm. They had like issues with uh, his wife or his sister. His wife, I believe, yeah, his estate basically like went after Dean, the guitar company that manufactures and makes the Dean, uh, you know, Dimebag signature guitars and you know, a lot of stuff happened there. And there's always, anytime there's like a, unfortunately, what what you end up coming uh, you know, out of this with is that at the end of the day, <laughs> when you get this big, it doesn't matter if you're a metal artist or a rock artist or whatever, if you're doing it for passion or integrity, like it's it ends up becoming a business, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, we've seen cases which were even worse. I mean, uh, if you guys have the time, check out the, the issue with uh, Frank Zappa and his estate regarding his uh, music with his children. I mean, it's it's horrible, but things like this do happen. But yeah. I'm, I'm glad this is uh, this kind of news is, is end, ended on a positive note. I, I'm glad this case is now uh, done and over with, and I just can't wait to hear the, hopefully, the yeah. new music very soon. It kind of reminds me as well of what they did recently with Linkin Park as well. They released a couple of songs. Uh, that were recorded before Chester passed away. Mm. So it's kind of weird. Like we're seeing all these dead artists releasing songs now. So, yeah. but yeah, but good. Anyways, yeah, Chris Cornell, legendary. Looking forward to it. All right, on to our next piece of news here. Metallica. Mm -hmm. So Metallica. 72 seasons. Yeah. We're going to talk about this album a bit later, but what is this uh, piece of news here? 
so apparently, as you can see, the, the their latest album, 72 Seasons, landed at number two on Billboard album chart. Uh, I guess this is what Metallica's 100th album, <laughs> top 10 <laughs> album. But congrats to them. Uh, yeah. A remarkable achievement for a band like Metallica. Uh, and I think the album debuted at number one in, in other countries like the UK and mm. in different parts of Europe uh, around the world. So congrats to them. Uh, yeah. Well deserved. I I it's it's funny though. There's like in other news outlets here, like I was looking it up, Metal Injection, for example, their headline is a bit different. <laughs> their headline is like, "This is the worst first week sales." From wow. it's like, it's like there's a different perspective. But it is but it is interesting because, and I don't think it has anything to do with, to do with the quality of the music itself, right? I, I really no. don't think it has to do with anything with that. I, I think it's just the times, man. You know, I, I, but in any case, apparently this is. You know their worst outing for first mm. week sales all of their previous albums the only other album apparently that didn't uh hit number one in its first week was injustice for all i think it says here mm. yeah and justice for all but otherwise all of their albums have hit number one and yeah. this is the uh second time their album does not uh, make the first week of sales again i don't think it has to do anything with the quality of the music although we're going to talk about that a bit later, but this is just, you know, I mean, how long has Metallica been doing this, dude? This this is like, they've been at this since the 80s, right? <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, you can't expect them to keep up with, you know, the same pace for 40, whatever, 30 years. Uh, yeah, and they have nothing to prove. I mean, they've uh, released not one, not two, maybe that's arguably three or four magnum opuses <laughs> depending on how you look yeah. at it i mean um I, well, I mean we'll talk about that in a bit but it's metallic i mean they're still the biggest metal band in the world yeah yeah absolutely all right so, next piece of news here we got all right this is a bit of local news here all right so uh apparently dusk the um the riyadh based solo artist based out of uh well i just said riyadh based based out of saudi riyadh um a bit of uh i guess you can say his music is degent uh, like it's degent um metalcore degent kind of progressive metal sounding kind of music he just released an album and i think in collaboration with heavy arabia they are going on tour so mm -hmm. these are the dates that they just announced here you can see it on your screen jeddah doha riyadh i'm looking forward to the one in jeddah i'm going to be there and um yeah it's interesting so heavy arabia as well if nobody if if you don't know i, I think and you know maybe she can uh, one day we can invite her on the show and she can tell Absolutely. us a little bit about what she does but um she's kind of supporting when it comes to marketing promotion uh, and uh, you know events i guess you know setting up tour dates and setting up tours for artists so good for them man i'm, I'm really happy it's really interesting and really cool to hear about like a local band saying we're going on tour in the region, you know, like it's um, it's really cool. I really like that. Yeah, it makes you, you you like have hope for the for the scene. Right. I mean, it's, yeah, I hope this pushes other local artists to do to do just that. I mean, to tour the region, play different cities. So more power to them. And uh, shout out to Heavy Arabia for doing their part in promoting local uh, talents yeah no absolutely yeah so here are the tour dates if you're in Riyadh uh, if you are in Doha and if you're in Jeddah you know make sure that you don't miss out they're gonna uh, they haven't announced the location yet and the tickets but I'm pretty sure they will and I don't know if, if they're he's gonna be supported by someone mm -hmm. but uh in any case yeah your dusk touring heavy Arabia cool all right next piece of news uh, so this band, Sira, all right. So Sira is a um, kind of, um, you know, I, I don't. I'm, well, okay, thank God they say it here on their Instagram, so I'm not gonna butcher their genre, okay? So it's they're an Arabic psychedelic rock band, okay? So, but they sound well. I I had the chance to hear some of their music um, through, well, I don't know, through somehow, and uh, they sound pretty cool, man. They sound really good. Mm -hmm. Nice. And um, the they're gonna they haven't they don't have anything out yet so they don't have any music out yet but mm -hmm. 
They are going to be performing on the 4th of May in the warehouse in Riyadh. So if you are in Riyadh, uh, don't miss out. Go see Sira and um, take videos and tell us how it went and uh, show us how it went. But otherwise, I'm looking forward to hearing, uh, you know, them actually going into the studio and recording something. Same here. Next news. Sarai from Kuwait. One of my favorite bands. One of my favorite uh, local um, um, region, regional um, rock bands. Um, they released, for me, one of the most, one of the catchiest, one of the most, um, uh, you know, one of, the, one of those songs that you cannot really, uh, with the catchiest chorus of all time, understand. Uh, it's right here. Uh, go check it out if you haven't. But they just teased a, um, and I, I want to click on one of these, but I don't want it to be a video. Yeah, it's a video. Uh, they just teased a, um, a new song that they're going to be releasing. And um, I'm just really looking forward to that. And they do this really cool thing where they engage with their audience. They ask them to kind of uh, uh, record their voices for this teaser. So, yeah, just go on their Instagram, check it out. And this, this artwork is done by my boy, Ziad. Mm. Ziad is a local artist here as well, based in Saudi. He does amazing album artwork. He did my album artwork from my song, Hunter. Uh, he did this artwork. Uh, and also, like, if you go to the Skeleton Crowd uh, account, you can see that they teased also a new song, and he did the artwork for them. So he's pretty talented, and he does really good artwork. So check him out. Check out Sarai. And uh, looking forward to their new song. Awesome. Have you checked out Sarai before or not yet? No, this is... Uh... This is something yeah, no. for me to check out, definitely. Yes. Yeah, you need to go listen to Understand. Like, this is, this is like, one of the best songs you will hear, for sure. If you're open Taman, to, like, rock music that's catchy and poppy and things like that, you know, if you're, like, a hardcore guy, death metal guy, you're not going to enjoy this at all. But but if you're, really? but if you enjoy catchy music and you're open to that, then definitely this is one of the best bands you can hear uh, in the region. Check them out. I mean, judging just from the visuals, it looks like it's pretty dark, but... Uh... I guess the lyrical content is dark. Uh, the lyrical content is a bit dark, but the music itself is, yeah, it's melancholic. It's pretty, yeah, it's melancholic, but it's catchy and it's well done. All right. I bet. Yeah. I'll definitely check them out. Uh, next piece of news. Local. I mean, well, I guess it's a bit local. So Iman, Iman Ahmed is a, uh, someone who's, um, she, well, she doesn't live here in the region, but she's very active with local bands here. She's collaborated with Dusk, who we just talked about. And she collaborates with an artist as well, um, based in Dubai. His name is Unmuted. His name is Adnan. He has a band or a project called Unmuted. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, I think, originally from Bahrain. But in any case, she is um, she's uh, funding a new EP. So uh, she's working on a new EP, and she's trying to get it funded. So if you are uh, interested, um, you know, go ahead and uh, go to her Instagram account. You can, you know, I guess. Just go to the search Iman Ahmed on Instagram and um, find the links to uh, fund her EP. And um, that's all I have to say about that. She's pretty talented. She has a great voice. Uh, Go listen to Unmuted, the last song they released uh, with Iman. It is pretty well done uh, and she does a really good job on it. So, um, yeah, check that out. And finally... I think my favorite piece of news from from today, Little Pump. Have you heard? Have you have you heard this song yet or not? Yes, I have, and it's um, <laughs> not good. Yeah. I have to say it's it's. I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand. So it sounded to me like when I was listening to it, I'm like, oh, it's a joke. Like he's just making and he's just, you know, messing around. He's, you know, made a lot of money from being a hip hop artist or whatever. And uh, he's just, you know, he wants to mess around and make like a even the name of the song is kind of like. Pump rock, heavy metal. Fortunately, it sucks, dude. And it's really bad. And it's obviously like his, his heart is not in it. It's, it's okay. It's two things. It's two scenarios. It's either that he just was like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty good and I'm bulletproof. Uh, whatever I release is going to be great. So I'm going to make this punk song because punk and rock is in now, right? Everybody's like, a lot of people are really into emo, rock, and new metal. And, you know, like there's a recent news right now that new metal is apparently at its highest, like, 
popularity since forever. So mm -hmm. the alternative and metal genre is becoming bigger again. Or it's the second thing is building on that is that, you know, he saw people like MGK, like Machine Gun Kelly. Mm -hmm. He saw like all these new pop punk like um, artists uh, coming up and he's like, yeah, you know, I want to do something like that as well. Um, yeah. Either way, I don't, I don't, you know, whatever his intention was, the song is not that great, but it's just interesting that how, um, you know, all the, like the rock and punk is becoming mainstream again, which is great news. I love it, man. I, I'm really happy for it, actually. Me too. But I mean, this uh, drew some backlash from his fans, apparently, right? Um, <laughs> it's funny. What's funny about it is not if his fans, it's just that, you know, Machine Gun Kelly, you go on his YouTube channel or or one of his songs. Okay, you'll find one comment here and there. Oh, this sucks or whatever. But like, generally speaking, there he has a lot of fans and his music is, while subjectively, it's not great in my opinion and probably in your opinion. I'm assuming you don't like it either. But yeah. objectively, it is well done, right? Objectively, yeah. it's put well put together and someone who wants to listen to a poppy punk or poppy rock song will enjoy machine machine gun kelly but the overwhelming amount of comments on his song this one is just like it's all bad like all the youtube comments are overwhelmingly bad so it's this song is subjectively and objectively <laughs> bad apparently well i mean look uh, if, if if you're gonna take risks then uh more power to you i mean i, I commend anybody who takes risks with their music uh it's not gonna work all the time uh and you're not gonna make everyone happy but i mean hey it's just the way it is right yeah oh anyways that was fun we're done with that we don't have any more news but what we have is a lot of music to talk about and we have so much music to talk about both local and international and I want to point something out here, something you might have noticed as well in a news segment that we just did, is that we're mixing local and international news and we're not separating, right? Mm -hmm. And this is by design, on purpose. Um, I think we're reaching to a stage where like, there's so much local stuff coming out and so much um, local talent that we don't really need to put them in a separate category. And by design, in my opinion, I don't know, and maybe this is something that based on people's suggestions and people listening to us, if they, you know, tell us that, no, that doesn't work. Maybe you should separate them. But I feel that music has gotten to the point now where it's, um, you know, it's, there's no separation between international and local. The internet and, uh, and you know, every, I, can listen, I can listen to a heavy metal band or a rock band all the way in India and someone from America can listen to a heavy metal rock artist, solo artist based in Saudi and someone from Denmark can listen to someone in Dubai. And so it doesn't matter anymore. And I don't think yeah. there should be kind of a, a segregation there anymore. Um, yeah. And it also will help in um, what I believe elevate the quality of the music, right? If we just keep like comparing ourselves with ourselves here in the, in, in the local region, um, we're kind of forgetting what's happening in the on a global capacity. So that's what I have to say about that. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, we're trying to do the, the genre service, right? Um, but you know, us being from based in Saudi and from the region, um, we we because we're just surrounded by this all this music, we feel like we need to highlight it, as well as discuss the you know what's going on internationally. Because at the end of the day, when you open any sort of uh, metal news site, you'll find as well all artists are mentioned, regardless of of geography. So. Right. Uh, this is how we're approaching it. Uh, we don't want to create all these uh, uh, segregations, if you will. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, so let's just kick in because we have a lot to go through and hopefully uh, we can get through them. <clears throat> and, um, uh, and we have some pretty interesting stuff here. I'm really looking forward to talk about this stuff. Let's kick it off with the biggest name here on the list. I've, you know, I believe the biggest name on this list. Metallica, 72 seasons. What did you think, Monsoli? Mm -hmm. Actually. All right, so I have mixed feelings about this. I mean, um, look, we we all grew up with uh, Metallica. I mean, for many people, Metallica was uh, sort of their main entry to to metal, right? Absolutely. The main, uh, you know, I would say one of my main entries was the Black Album for sure. 
Oh yeah, I mean there you go. Uh, and and seventy two seasons. I listened to it a few times. Uh, now it's not as good as the previous albums, um, but it's there. There it has its moments. I mean there are a, a good songs here and there. Um, it's. I think it it sounded more like the Black Album. Like musically, it sounded like it leaned more towards the Black Album than say they're they're more thrashy uh albums uh, of mm. course there are thrashy songs here and there but um I'm, i was just surprised that there are no ballads or like super melodic moments or any unforgiven songs here um, yeah like like they did in the past it's just i think there was an attempt and- but like it doesn't uh count I, I remember the name of the song right now but like there was an attempt one of them felt like an oh, they were trying to do that ballady kind of unforgiven thing, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I think post, let's say Saint Anger, uh, I think Metallica are now, uh, let's say, locked into that sort of sound. I mean, after Saint Anger, they released Death Magnetic, which was a full-on thrash metal album. And then they released um, Hardwired after that, what, 10 years or so after that? Yeah. Eight years, I think. And that was, that I felt had a bit, a mix of like the thrashy type of songs with the more uh, straightforward black metal, uh, black metal, black album kind of uh, tunes. But this, I feel like they're locked into their sound. They're not, they haven't really explored new avenues. But uh, <laughs> Metallica has always been controversial in that yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, listen, these guys have been at it for, I mean, let me preface before I say anything, because Metallica fans are Metallica fans, right? They're, I mean, metal fans in general are the worst, okay? But the, 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 and Metallica, the, the idea is that they've been going at this for such a long time, dude. You cannot expect them to innovate anymore, and I'm not expecting them to innovate anymore, and there's nothing to innovate anymore anyways. Um, But at the same time, that doesn't mean that they are bulletproof and we cannot any we have to enjoy or we have to we, <laughs> we have to say that this album is good because it's metallica right yeah uh, for me listening to this album i agree with you like uh, to me i didn't feel like it was black album i felt for me like kill em all like it felt like all the riffs mm. sounded like they were trying to to go back to that kill em all days which by the way they got me like w- when they released the first single i think it was i think it was lux um Lux, uh, Lux Eterna was the yeah. first uh, first sing- sing- single they released, and it got me. I was like, "Oh man, yeah, they're they're going back to the kind of kill 'em all era. It sounds good. It's a, it was a, like a three minute song, straight to the point." I was like, mm. "Yeah, this is great." But then the album comes out, and like the songs are needlessly long. First of all, like I don't. Some songs have, are like seven minutes, six minutes long. They have no business being this long. And I'm, you know, who am I to mm. tell how to write songs? But at the same time, as a listener. That's how I felt, right? I'm like, this song is way too long for what what it's offering. Kirk's yeah. solos are just like halas, like they're the same over and over again. Nothing. It doesn't. It's just rehashed stuff, and I, it doesn't matter anyways. It's not like I always look for solos in music, but again, I was listening to it. It felt like, uh, you know, it felt like uh, it was just not there. James's vocals were good. Uh, some of the writing was fun uh, to listen to. But otherwise, like, I don't think, yeah, for me, this album was not great, and I'm probably never going to listen to it again. There's yeah. even, production-wise and, and listening to it, it, you know, I was, I was, reading, uh, I was reading that it uh, was co-produced or co, yeah, it was co-produced with Greg, James, and Lars. And I believe Lars was involved in this because, dude, the most hard oh, yeah. thing about this album was the kick, <laughs> the kick drum. Like, the kick drum was mm. so hard on all of these songs it just stood out mm. immediately it sounded good but there were some odd mixing choices there was one song where like there's this weird shuffle in the beginning with the snare and it just sounded weird i don't know man yeah. anyways i didn't enjoy it. all right so for me probably never gonna listen to this album yeah i mean i i agree with you james sounds as good as ever his, yeah. his vocals um kirk uh, i was a bit surprised because i don't know if you heard his uh the, his EP, the one he released recently, a few yeah. months ago, 
that was good. That was very different. Um, there, he's not too heavy on the walk. There's a lot of uh, interesting new type of approach to his guitar writing, you know, guitar parts and all that, which I thought we might hear on this album, but I think he was more in the mindset of writing for Metallica. That, that um, The album he released or the EP that he released uh, was instrumental. It was, uh, it yeah. was very, very melodic and very progressive. Uh, so it is what it is. I mean, uh, I think yeah. there are some strong moments here. Uh, but it, it's, it's a Metallica album. I, I feel like yeah. sometimes Metalheads, uh, when they listen to any band, they listen to it casually while they're doing something on the side. But I feel mm. like as Metalheads, when we listen to a new Metallica, we listen to it with like a pen and a notepad. Trying, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yes. And I'll admit it. Yeah. Maybe I am scrutinizing the album a bit too much. Uh, but... Am I, you know, like at the same time, like, you know, you listen to it and it's very average. It's not, there's nothing uh, that yeah. stands out. It sounds, the, 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 honestly, like there is nothing that stands out. Like I'm, you know, I'm not able to find any song that will make me say, you know what? I, I need to, you know, I'll be listening to this album again. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say is I hate this artwork, dude. It's just, what is this, dude? It looks like some really bad AI, like you typed in a prompt and it just gave you this weird, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Maybe can someone, someone, in a, someone can explain it to me in an email and tell me <laughs> how wrong I am and how much uh, I suck. Anyways, all right. That's enough about Metallica. Let's move on to the next song. It's actually an album, but I think you wanted to just talk about specifically about one song on this album. Yeah, this is the song that I found on the streaming service that I use. Um, I think... Uh, Algorithmic. You know, Algorithmic, yeah, that's the one. It, it's a pretty interesting song. I mean, uh, I like the the, the the chord progression, the, the vocals. Uh, to me, it sounded, you know, if you're a fan of, of Deftones or A Perfect Circle, those kind of bands, you might enjoy this. So do check them out. Yeah. Um, they're, they're pretty good. I mean, I'll definitely, I can't wait till I hear the rest of the album and check it out. They're pretty good. Spotlights is I discovered Spotlights like two years ago, I think. Um, uh, they are uh, so it's interesting. They are a married couple, actually. The, the, the bassist and guitarist are a married couple, and this is their band. Um, I really like uh, their their previous album that they had, which is We Are All Atomic. This one, this album is really good. I really enjoyed it. It's if you're into like. It's but it's slow. Like if you're someone who's into like fast music that picks up quickly and you know no, intros that are not long and like you know fast uh, kind of songs, then you're not gonna enjoy this. This is for someone who enjoys slower paced songs, uh, very methodical, very atmospheric, um, and also like thick, thick, just juicy, thick bass lines. You know, like the bass sounds really good in, uh, on mm -hmm. this album. Um, uh so yeah this is definitely uh, if you're that kind of person but for me this album unfortunately i didn't really enjoy it because it kind of sounds weird to me kind of they went in an interesting direction and some songs are good but i don't know maybe i need to give it another listen but um uh, i was kind of a little disappointed with it yeah okay fair enough yeah fair enough I have to check out the the previous albums to 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 make a comparison. You should, you should definitely. Um, we are all atomic is a fantastic record, very great. Like, I again, the bass tones and the bass sound on on those records are super. Even on this record, they're, they're, it's really good. It's it's if you enjoy a thick, a thick bass line, <laughs> then yeah, this is this is for you. Um, all right, next song, next band. Um, we've got, oh yeah, this, uh, a band from Lebanon, mm -hmm. Cynical Sea, mm -hmm. a song, uh, and the song title, When Hours Count as Days. Um, yeah, if you're someone who's into, so there's, <laughs> a, there's, there's a, you know, there's again, the, the songs, uh, or this song in particular is, this is like these kind of melodic elements. And then, you know, these 
kind of um, screechy death metal kind of sounding vocals. I don't know why, but like listening to this and the album artwork and all of that, like it just gave me that kind of Opeth vibe because mm-hmm. of how much atmosphere is in the um, songs or in this song. Um, you know, the style of the guitar and the tone and the sounds and like the singing with the uh, with the screeching, like the vocals and stuff like that. Um, the production definitely needs a little bit of work. You know, it's a bit, there's a bit of some rough edges there. Um, and in my opinion as well, th- again, this is my opinion. The last couple of minutes of the song, like we're, we're just dragging a little bit, but otherwise, yeah, pretty good effort. And, and yeah, enjoyed, uh, enjoyed her- what I heard so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say the, the, I like the bass intro uh, in the beginning of the song. It was, uh, that was intriguing to me. Um, I'm with you on the production part. I mean, I think it, it, the drums could need a bit of adjustment because it sounded very, I don't know, for lack of a better word, reverby. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there was a lot of bottom end. Like, it was very, like, bottom end heavy, like, the production. Yeah, but, I mean... Uh, I, I, there is potential for them, I guess, to make better music. Uh, maybe it's a good start for them. I think they're still a, an upcoming band. So, sure. yeah. Yeah, no, this, yeah, it's great effort. I, I, and yeah, looking forward to that. I'm always happy to hear, like, you know, bands from... Uh, there's a lot of bands in Lebanon, and I'm sure we're going to come across more of them as we go uh, further. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, this was one of the most recent releases. Mm-hmm. All right, next... We have a uh, oh man yeah this band you know, I I saw them live uh, I went to New York and I saw them live once um, mm. they are so they're really good okay so they just released a uh, EP the the song that would, they released is Fatal Reality and it's part a part of a EP but mm-hmm. what did you I, did you like it I, I don't know I felt like it because last time we were talking I think you mentioned you you liked um, uh, like old school sounding death metal like did you did you enjoy this this record did you enjoy the songs. Yeah, so we're, for those of us who are listening to this, we're talking about 200 stab 200 wounds. stab wounds. Sorry, yeah, I didn't mention 200 stab I thought... <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm a sucker for, for old school, straightforward uh, death metal. Uh, yeah. And, and these guys, yeah, they, they sound uh, young and angry, and they sound... Uh, there's definitely mm-hmm. the Slayer influence yep. in, the, in the beginning, and mm-hmm. uh, there's uh, the thrashy, groovy riffs. Uh, and, and death metal as well, and then the old metal. school death metal sound as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not not nothing groundbreaking, but no, it, it is enjoyable. It is. But enjoyable. I really enjoy it. Like I, for some reason, I've been really getting into these bands that are doing this modern sound, but with an old school feel. Yeah, yeah. So like this two hundred stab wounds, two hundred stab wounds, uh, Seneguizagabog. Like this is another band as well that's doing like this old school death metal sound but like with a new like take right with a new production uh on death there's another band as well that does this so really good Mm -hmm. if you're into old school um death metal and thrash Mm -hmm. um this is a great great band to listen to and this is a great song to listen to as well definitely Uh, i have to say i like the there's like in the song fatal reality there's a nice bouncy riff oh yeah yeah it's like really makes you like (laughs) And the tom, did you hear the tom roll? The the the, the way the toms sound on that on that song. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Dun, 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 like that that bouncy like <laughs> dun, 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 like really old school sound. Like it's so good. Like I love it when they when it's purposely done like that. It's really good. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. All right. We have a local release here. A band from Saudi, based in mm-hmm. Saudi. They're called Moja. Okay, Moja. Uh, they just released a new song called Shumali. Um, I definitely think this song is much better than their previous release. Um, they, the previous song they released, um, I think it was called Dalek Distendam. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, you know, this, the production left a lot for me to, you know, it felt like there, there was a lot of too much reverb on the, on the um, guitars. Um, it, the production itself felt like very, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it, it felt like not open. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the best way to describe it. It wasn't open. Yeah. But this, like, you listen to this and it's immediately, like, it feels like it's open and, and it's well done. And the song and the song itself, while it's, it's not for me, but definitely objectively much, uh, objectively a good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vocals kind of remind me of, uh, so the side of the song and the, and the music and the vocals and everything reminds me of Matchbox 20 
Uh, it also reminds me. It reminds me of uh, uh, well, Matchbox Twenty Santana era, and mm. um, and uh, Everlast. No, was, okay. was he? Do you remember Everlast? The yeah, rapper, was, acoustic guy, right? You took me back to the late nineties, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. This is what he reminds me of, dude. This is what okay. the song reminds me. Of. Like the vocals, especially his vocals are really good. Like that's what what it sounds like to me. Interesting. I mean, to me, it sounded more like uh, Mashiro Aleida and those kind of bands. Uh, Mashiro Aleida, yeah. Actually, yeah. It could sound like that. But Mashiro Aleida is very... I don't know. I haven't heard them in a while. But like for me, yeah. I remember, when I remember hearing them, they were pretty artsy, like out there, a bit abstract. This yeah. is more um, easy, easily... You can grasp it, right? Like it's more accessible. More people would enjoy it. Um, it's The structure is, um, you know, uh, very catchy. Um, you know, you can listen to it and um, enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, sure you have to kind of like be a bit more open-minded and stuff like that to listen to that kind of stuff, right? I'm, I'm not sure I had this, you know, last time I, I heard them. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, there's, I don't know why it, it, it seemed like uh, it could fit well within that that scene. Um, yeah. I, I think the guitar work is interesting. The sort of uh, quirky and eccentric lyrics also yes. stand out a bit so yeah, it's fun yeah, yeah it's fun definitely yeah fun. The, the lyrics and the the way the samples they use samples with the alarm clock and all of that stuff and yeah, and it, yeah I, I think we need more music like this for sure in the region um and it'll more it'll open more access to alternative music to more people you know um and and and, and make it more popular i guess <laughs> let's move on next song uh we have tiger cup I really like this band, man. Um, Tiger Cup, they just released a song called Swoon. I like these bands that sound like, and actually there's another band that we're going to also talk about that sounds like this, but this these heavy, um, heavy pop rock, I guess. heavy a, mm. bit, a bit heavy blues, heavy rock sounding kind of bands. Mm. Uh, like, like Tiger Cup, like um, um, uh, Royal Blood, like uh, 68 as well. Um, yeah. uh, these bands sound good, man. Like the, the, it's, it, the, the songs themselves are very poppy and, and very accessible, but the tones that they use in the music um, makes them sound heavy. So like the guitars are very like, very aggressive and distorted and bassy and chunky. But the music itself is very poppy and accessible. So I really like that little uh, comparison. And, you know, I really like the song and I really like the band as well. Yeah, I mean, um, I have to give it a, a bit, a few more listens to really absorb it. Uh, but yeah, I'm hearing something that is complete, sounds new to me, to be honest. Um, with the guitar work is interesting. The vocals are pretty unique to me. So. Yeah, but I do have to listen, give it a few more listens, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I'll be honest as well, like their previous album, uh, this one, As Blue As Indigo, I heard it like maybe twice and I really enjoyed it, but it came out during a time where there were so many albums that came out as well. So I, I didn't really give it, um, you know, full attention, but from whatever I hear, every time they release something, I really enjoy it. So yeah. Anyways, moving on. Kuwait, man, Kuwait are doing a really good job uh with bands so there's yeah. a there's a so we're going to talk about this band in a bit but there's multiple bands like so sarai is a band from kuwait that we just talked mm -hmm. about earlier there's a band called wesn as well that's like a kuwait Bahrain kind of like collaboration like multi cross-border collaboration and then <coughs> we have this band called uh reset string okay they released a song mm -hmm. called vermin and i thought they were a new <clears> band <throat> but apparently not i you know i was surprised when i went on their uh, uh spotify and found like a bunch of songs general impressions from kuwait sorry yeah they're, they're from kuwait yeah yeah so nice. they love and they love shawarma apparently <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> yeah they love shawarma. they're so this is interesting i i just read this description because mm. the first thing i was going to say is that um it, it, the song kind of surprises you like in the, in the beginning, like it sounds like, oh, OK, this is kind of a typical kind of like, all right, alternative kind of clean sounding song. But then it goes into this uh, a bit of, of a heavier tone and the vocals kind of uh, invoke um, uh, Alice in Chains kind of like Lane, uh, Lane era uh, kind of vocals. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, the song is good. It's, uh, you know, if you're into like um, grunge, if you want to hear something that sounds grungy, that sounds with great vocals, uh, interesting kind of um, songwriting, uh, give these guys a listen. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're pretty interesting. You can definitely hear their influences. I mean, uh, in, in, a, in a very good way. Um, to me, uh, the first impression I got was it's like Incubus meets Red Hot Chili Peppers or something like that, wow. uh, okay. which I, I, I felt was interesting. Um, I liked the guitar solo. I thought that was uh, very yeah. well played. Yeah, very talented. Yeah, definitely. So good stuff. Good. Check out Reset String. Um, oh, yeah, this is this is one that's interesting. So King Yusuf, Yosef, <laughs> I don't know how he says his name, but King Yosef is, is not a local artist, guys. Uh, he is, <laughs> he's, uh, so it's a record that just came out. Um, I got to say, I was expecting more because when I heard the single Power, I was really excited about this album because it sounded like a like this weird industrial hardcore noise uh, project. Uh, but when I listened to the full album, it kind of sounded samey a little bit from like one song to the next. It kind of sounded a bit, it kind of merged together and blended. I, I really don't know if after listening to the song for this podcast, I'm, I'm going to be listening to this album again. Um, I, I still have to decide whether I'll listen to it again. But, you know, it, it, as you said, it's a, it's a pretty heavy album. You hear all these sort of uh, influences from hardcore, from industrial, from noise. Um, and I think he, he kind of uh, finds the right balance between them. Sometimes, I, you know, I, I detect, like, a, <clears throat> sorry, a Jonathan Davis kind of uh, influence. You know, Vibe, Jonathan. yeah. Really. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it, and there are some good highlights. Uh, the song Power was good, Nameless, Drift Below. And it does kind of sound samey, I have to admit. Uh, but yeah. by track eight and nine and ten, you can see the record starts slowing down and this, the, this, the album takes a breather. The songs sort of slow down and they become more spacey. And then, uh, yeah, and it doesn't sound like it's uh, disjointed from the rest of the album. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's overall, I'd say, a, a, a good effort. Uh, yeah. I might give it another listen and see if I discover anything new as I listen to it. Yeah, great sounding record is just that I don't know if, if uh, beyond that song power, I don't know if there's anything else interesting for me. The production uh, is good, though, I have to say. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean uh, I, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm impressed with it. And I think you've mentioned uh, to me. Outside. Kurt Ballou, baby. Kurt, Kurt Ballou. Ballou, yeah. Fame producer. My idol. Uh, did a good job on this. So definitely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely intriguing. Check yeah. it out. Next band is from Egypt. Masr, sound smudge, okay? <laughs> so they uh, just recently released a remaster, apparently. I got a bit confused, and maybe maybe these guys can clarify, maybe somehow, maybe in an email, or maybe one day we can host them as, as guests and they can clarify. But they released a song called The Hook, okay? And it's apparently remastered. It's a remaster of an older track. But when I went on their Spotify, I think the track was released in like 2021 or 2022, something like that, mm-hmm. which is not that long ago. I expected it to be like an old song and, that, and then they're remastering it, you know? Yeah. In any case, um, they remastered the song, The Hook. Um, all I'm going to say about this band is that if you're really into Guns N' Roses and if you are really into like rock and roll, kind of like solos, um, rock and roll sound, and just like this bombastic high energy kind of... Um, um, music and sound, then yeah, for sure. Like, go listen to Sounds Much. Uh, I think you really like them. And if you're someone who's really, you know, wishing to hear more bands that are, you know, bringing back that old school rock and roll vibe and sound, then yeah, this is this is going to be for you. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I was a bit caught off guard with the with the opening riff because it sounded like Clutch. I, I love Clutch. Yeah. Um, but then it goes into like hard rock uh, late like 80s hard rock territory 
yeah. uh, like Guns N' Roses. There's a, there's also like a Jane's Addiction vibe to it. Sure. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Especially with the singing. Uh, the singing is singer sounds very unique. I'd have to say. Um, yeah, he can hit those high notes, dude. Yeah, he, <laughs> he can he's, really. He's good. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely on the hard rock uh, side. If you're into Guns N' Roses, Jane's Addiction, a band maybe like Mother Love Bone. Uh, sure. That's that's good. It, it, you'll enjoy this. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Next band. Oh yeah, Health. Dude, I've been so I have never been. Cons- I never considered myself someone who would enjoy like industrial sounding music but like yeah but like you know i never i was not you know i never really listened to nine inch nails the most industrial thing that i was into was fear factory okay um but this band really got me into like exploring that aspect so they released like i think oh there we go actually it's here so in 2022 they released uh disco four which mm-hmm. is like in two parts. So there's one that came out in 2022, and I think there's another one that came out in 2021. In any case, great collection of songs, like all this weird, like industrial, heavy industrial sound and music. It's not necessarily heavy metal or, um, or, or even rock in some cases, but it's just like this grimy, industrial, heavy sounding music that sometimes is hip hop, sometimes it is pop, sometimes it is um, heavy metal. They have like Randy Blythe from Lamb of God in some of the song in one song. They have mm-hmm. Poppy from in one song, and they have like these different kind of hip hop artists. Just great effort. And this song as well, um, I really enjoyed it, and I'm kind of looking forward to hearing more songs from this. What did you think of them? Did you ever hear them before, or? Yeah, I come. I came across their music uh, a long time ago. Um... But I haven't gotten into them. But this is really good. I mean, I, I won't lie to you. I mean, I, I went through like an industrial phase a long time ago. Like I got into like so many industrial bands from like, uh, of course, Nine Inch Nails, Ministry, Frontline Assembly, Skinny Puppy, all those kind of old school industrial bands. And, and this, these guys really took me back to that kind of music. Uh, yeah. It, it, it does sound heavy, but in a, in a very industrial way, because industrial music in its pure form can sound very heavy. And these guys definitely do the job. Um, so if you're into that, do check them out, I'd have to say. For sure, check them out. Health, amazing. All right, next band. Koblay Khan, Texas. TX. <laughs> <laughs> Just like ape brain just like nothing like don't even think about anything just like activate that part of your brain where you just want to headbang and like and like hit your head against stuff and just punch around the punch the air and like just <laughs> but amazing i i really like this band like the music is not very complicated it's not complex by any mean and there's i don't think there's a lot of deep meaning behind the music i'm, I'm, I'm because honestly i don't listen to for, for the mu- to them for the meaning it's just they're just really aggressive heavy sounding just you know a hardcore band at the end of the day so um i really recommend people to check them out if you're just having a bad day or if you if you really want to like let go of some energy if you just want to get some good gym music as well <laughs> this is the Kobe Khan is is one of my favorites uh, hardcore bands as well to listen to yeah, they're, they're, it's it's pretty straightforward hardcore stuff. Um, not to set too many expectations, but if it it is kind of nice music to just sit and, and nod your head to, bang your head to, or if absolutely. you really want to go, you can go cra- absolutely crazy uh, to yeah. it as well if you want. But yeah, straightforward hardcore. If you're into yeah. that, do check them out. Absolutely, Cobra Khan, uh, Theory of Mind. Next song, we have a local artist, a local release here. So Mo, uh, his name is Mo Ahmad. Okay, he just released a song called To No Avail. Um, or he didn't just release it, he released it on 21st. But in any case, To No Avail, uh, featuring Abdurrahman Ghazali, who is someone uh, people from the local scene might recognize. He plays in a band called Dune. He's a guitarist. Um, uh, and he's also been featured on a couple of, I think, Dusk songs, uh, if you listen to Dusk as well. In any case, um, this song features Abdurrahman. I'm not sure in what capacity. There's like singing and there's guitar solos. I'm not sure like, because Abdurrahman, like, I think he sings and he plays um, uh, guitar. So I'm not sure in what capacity he's featured in the song. It's not very clear. But 
anyways, the song is pretty cool if you're interested in um, power metal sounding. Well, okay, it's not power metal. So like, don't go into this expecting power metal, right? But you can kind of hear that there's a bit of like power metal influences. I don't know why. Definitely. definitely. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah, I'm at, obviously Mo is someone who really enjoys like playing a lot of like solos and like these big like solo moments and big choruses with like a lot of melody and like a lot of like lead in them. It, this, the chorus is pretty catchy as well. Uh, it's well written. So, so yeah, great release from a solo artist here. Um, check it out. Listen to it. Um, you have to search um, on, for me, I had to search on Spotify to no avail because like if you type Mo, like you'll just get like a lot, a lot of art, different artists named Mo. So just yeah. to search for to no avail and it should come up. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this is pretty impressive. I, I like the guitar work and the solo here. Uh, the vocals, the, you know, the non-harsh vocals, the singing reminds me a bit of uh, Devin Townsend. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh, yeah, familiar uh, with him, yeah. It kind of reminded me, in, in a good way. I, I, lo I love Devin Townsend. Um, so it's a pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting stuff. Next song we have here is a song that you absolutely love, Mansoor. <laughs> <laughs> So, so a sleep token. Yeah. Do you wish that you love me, mm -hmm. or as it's known here, D Y W T Y L? <laughs> okay. Anyways, off camera, Mansoor has expressed that how much he hates sleep token, how much he hates this song. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I don't hate them. I thought it's just <laughs> this song didn't do much for me. I thought it was strange as a choice for a single when. The other songs that they had were much more interesting and had right. more going on for it. And it you know, but like, yeah, uh, this one just didn't do much for me, but they are, do check out their other stuff. I mean, I really like this song and I, I really like Sleep Token. Um, I love that they, they this album or whatever it is that they're whenever it is that they release or whatever these collection of songs that they're releasing, that each song sounds different. Like there's really poppy songs and then there's like really heavy, aggressive songs and Sleep Token as a band, just I really enjoy them and they're really good at writing music. So do check them out. Check out the song. Um, if you haven't already, I mean, they're pretty popular. They don't, you know, people don't really need us to tell them to check this out already. They're pretty popular. Um, moving on. Local artist uh, from Saudi here. I'm not sure I'm, I'm how I'm pronouncing the uh, the name here, but uh, Lily, Lily Ort. Or, or, Lily Ortenex. <laughs> okay. Anyways, if you're into, if you ever thought like, you know what, I really like dubstep, but I wish it had a bit more symphony and a bit more deathcore influences, then here you go. Go listen to the song. Very well produced, I must say. Um, uh, you know, maybe not my uh, cup of tea. I'm not really, you know, into this uh, music that much. But again, it's objectively, you know, interesting, well-written, um, well-produced as well. Sounds good. So... You know, check it out. You, you might like it. Yeah, me neither. It's not my cup of tea either, but it, you know, it, it's not bad by any means. Uh, it sounded a bit like uh, the kind of music that you'd hear in a video game. Even the the the, the artwork for it has uh, like a video game type. It's like a, it could be a still yeah. from a video game. Yeah, it's uh, like a PlayStation uh, PlayStation One like graphics or whatever. Yeah, I got that vibe. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't be surprised if I heard this, uh, and I don't mean this in any negative way, but it's like, uh, if, if I'm playing like Call of Duty or whatever, I don't know what them kids are playing these days, because I haven't... <laughs> don't make it sound that old, dude. Oh, yeah, nobody knows. needs to know our age. <laughs> yeah, nobody needs to know how old we are. We're already, like, the subscriptions are going down. Like, how old? What? <laughs> what are these boomers doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, check this out. You know, interesting release, uh, local scene release from Saudi. So yeah, give it a shot. Uh, next, we have one of my favorite bands actually that I've discovered recently. Um, I don't know how they say their name. It's just like sixty-eight. That's you know, that's what, the what they're called. Just the number sixty-eight. Um, they just released a song called "The Captain's uh, Sat." Mm -hmm. uh, so they are again. They're one of those bands like Taiko Cub like uh, um, Royal Blood, um, uh, you know, it, basically they are like heavy blues, heavy rock 
with a bit of hardcore influences. Like the vocals are very hardcore, but like everything else around them is like heavy blues, heavy rock. And it just, this combination sounds really good. And again, it's all about like the guitar tone and that bass tone. They're a two-piece band. I'd be interested to see them live, man. I, I wonder what they sound like and what their performance looks like, but um, really cool. I would recommend checking them out. I'm actually surprised that they only have 27,000 followers on Instagram, but um, but yeah, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I like the the guitar part. It's a pretty short song, um, but there's yeah, it's a good listen. I mean, uh, it has like a kind of a turnstile type of vocals at some points. I feel. sure, and the, the chord progression is cool. I mean, it gets kind of lower and heavier at some parts. Yeah. But then it gets kind of weird in a good way with like when they incorporate like all these electronic type of uh, parts. Uh, sure. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it's I do want to check out their other uh, other songs. So yeah, sixty-eight. I'll tell you, like they, they sound. Yeah, if you go check out their other stuff, it's gonna sound exactly the same. Like if you don't enjoy that sound, then yeah, if you go listen to the other stuff, you're not gonna enjoy it because I'll admit they get pretty samey. But mm. like because it sounds really good, I'm I'm kind of like giving it a slide, right? Like I'm letting it go and I'm actually enjoying it. So, anyways, six to eight, go uh, check them out. They just released a new single. It sounds pretty good. Uh, I really like it. Um, next one here is actually a band that doesn't really need much of an introduction. Uh, Spirit Box. Everybody knows Spirit Box except for Mansoor. Mansoor, do you know Spirit Box? No, I'm I'm a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say you never heard of him. Um, I'm, look, one of my favorite things about this podcast is that I'm forcing Mansoor to listen to music that he hates. Okay, <laughs> So this is my goal. My goal is to make Mansoor actually come to me one day and say, uh, oh, you know, I, uh, the new uh, uh, Fit for an Autopsy sounds great <laughs> or something. <laughs> or like, oh, Sleep Token, did you hear the new album? It sounds so good. <laughs> In any case, Spirit Box. Uh, but come on, you gotta come on. I mean, this you you enjoyed this song, right? Come on, you have to you have to. I look, I uh, I, <laughs> I I know of them. Uh, I've heard, I've heard some of their stuff before, uh -huh. uh, but you're you're right in that uh, it's not my thing. Okay, God but damn. the singer has a good voice. I mean, she's so good, dude. Her yeah. voice, her voice is incredible. Uh, she was in a band before that called. Uh... <laughs> So before that, she was she she replaced the singer, or she was a singer in a band called I Wrestled the Bear once. She always like I always like it struck me that her vocals are amazing. Uh, yeah. And this like in this project, it came like full circle, and she really like she really shows it off. It sounds really good. Her vocals are amazing, and I think it's partly maybe the, one of the main reasons why I like this band so much is because of her vocals. But as well, you cannot disregard the fact that the writing is really good. So this song. Um, it's great. I really hope that they stick with this kind of sound. Like it's this like really weird, like degent poppy progressive. I'm, I'm, I hate using this word to describe this new music now, prog metal, but like th this modern metal, like uh, catchy kind of uh, writing, you know, like it's really good. Like it's upbeat and it's interesting and catchy. I really like it. I really like it. I, uh, I, I and I think, uh, I don't know if Spirit Box fans um, are, will agree, but yeah. It's really good. I might have to give them a, a proper listen. Um, but because I do find the singer, her name's Courtney Leplante, right? Yeah, Courtney Le, Leplante. Leplante, yeah. She's she's really talented. I mean, that that really, her, her vocals really stuck out. Um, so, yeah, I'll give them another listen. I hope, yeah, yeah. hoping that other songs will give be Give the previous album, the, uh, so they released an EP like last year. Uh, it's called, uh, I think the album, I think the EP was called Rotos, uh, Rotoscope. Okay. Okay. Uh, give that a listen. It's, uh, it's pretty, yeah, there it is, Rotoscope. Mm -hmm. It's pretty catchy, dude. It's really nice. Like, I don't think, I, for, I think it was like kind of a sleeper thing. Like, not a lot of people talked about it, but, but it's really cool. Check it out. I really liked it. Awesome. All right. Last song here, last release, and probably one of my favorite things that came out. I don't know if you got the chance to check it out. I added it pretty late to the list. Oh, no, I don't think so. What yeah. is this? So, so this is a band called uh, Better Lovers, okay? Mm. And it consists of people from bands that I love, okay? 
So I see a it few has familiar faces here and there. So Greg from the Dillinger Escape Plan, or previously the Dillinger Escape Plan before they broke up, amazing go. vocalist, one of my favorite vocalists of all time in one of the, my favorite bands of all time, the Dillinger Escape Plan. And then it has like the drummer, the bassist, and the guitarist from one of my all-time favorite bands, Every Time I Die. Mm. Uh, and then it has this gentleman here, Will Putney, who is a, well, he plays guitar in a couple of bands, uh, Fit for an Autopsy and End. I'm actually mm. wearing the shirt right now. And, and he's also a great producer. He produced like a bunch of my favorite records as well, like for bands like Knocked Loose. Yeah. So like this basically, like it's as if like, uh, you know, like as if someone asked me like to pick like uh, members and like put them together uh, and it shows like honestly the song that they released is one of my favorite songs, uh, you know, obviously for, for me personally, like it's, you know, it, it kind of like really tickled my fancy, right? Like it's, it's like this different parts of every time I die, uh, every time I die, every time <laughs> I die, the Dillinger escape plan, um, also a little bit of like that death core, death core, like metalcore stuff. Just yeah. a great song, and I'm really looking forward to uh, hopefully maybe seeing them live one day and their album. Well, this and is interesting. I, I like you should Dillinger. listen to them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you like Dillinger? I like Dillinger. Man. <laughs> I didn't expect you to say you like Dillinger. Really? No. Yeah. I mean, Ironworks is a fantastic album. I mean. Oh man, that's so good. Yeah. I so, love that album. Uh, did you I also? Sorry. Yeah, you also like what? I also like his other band, Killer Be uh, Be Killed. Ah uh, uh, yes, Killer, right? Killer Killer Be Killed, right? That's what it's called. Yeah. Killer yeah. Be Killed. Uh, I have to go back and listen to it because it's been a while. But that was a good album, and he's a he's a great singer, man. He's fantastic singer, powerful he's vocals, such a good singer. He has his good range as well. Like he can do like the whole screamy thing, and then like when he sings, he does really good singing as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Killer, kill, killer Be Killed is like, okay, so if you're into Soulfly and if you're into like Max Cavalera, like era, because obviously Max is in that band, Killer yeah. Be Killed. And uh, if you're into like Mastodon vocals, because the bassist Troy is in the band as well. So anyways, another one of those dream projects as well. If you're really into Mastodon, Soulfly, Dillinger Escape Plan, then yeah. go listen to Killer Be Killed as well. Definitely. I'll and, definitely check out these these guys. I mean, yeah, everything he puts out is heavy, man. It, I, I'm guessing this is on a super um, super heavy side. Or who, Greg, you're talking about Greg? Greg, yeah. No, so so if you go listen to his personal project, he released a solo uh, album. Okay. Honestly, I didn't enjoy it. Like I was really, I had high hopes for it, okay. and maybe that's why. But I did not enjoy it. The only good song on that album is one that features Reba, a singer from a band called Orange, uh, uh, Code Orange. Okay. Uh, and that's a really, really good song. Like, I actually, I actively enjoy listening to that song. I will go listen to it from time to time. But the rest of the album, mm -hmm. like, I could not stand it. Mm. Fair enough. But maybe because I really like Reba's vocals as well. I, I think she does, like, this good hardcore kind of, like, singing vocal stuff. Yeah. Um, anyways, Mansoor. Uh, that's a wrap for music uh, releases awesome. uh, and also a wrap for our first episode. Congrats. Congrats on the pilot. I Definitely. hope that, uh, uh, well, before we wrap things up, so yeah, obviously we're still learning here, okay? Yeah. So uh, we are hoping to include a segment where we take people's questions, answer people's emails, uh, take also your suggestions if you have a demo or if you have if you have a band or if you're a solo artist and you have songs that you want to share with us and you want us to listen to and to talk about on the podcast, then please email us, get in touch, okay, uh, at hate.mail at antishuffle.com. It's right there up on the screen and we're going to leave it in the description. This podcast is going to be available on all streaming platforms on everywhere where you consume things. Uh, so you'll find the email there as well. And also on our Instagram account, you're going to find it. But here it is. Just email us at, again, hate.mail at antishuffle.com. Antishuffle, one word, dot com. And, yes, and be uh, sure to, to follow us on our socials at uh, antishuffle, everything antishuffle. Very impromptu, quickly add a banner for that as well. Follow us on antishuffle. Is, that's, that's, our, that's our handle, right, Mansoor? 
<laughs> yeah, that's 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 it. <laughs> okay, so at antishuffle.com. Actually, it doesn't matter because we're gonna. It's gonna be in the description as well. But yeah, feel free to email us suggestions, opinions, uh, any any kind of uh, news that you want to, to share, any kind of demos, or if you have any songs that you want us to talk about on your podcast, if you have a piece of news for your band or for, as for your solo project, please uh, send it over at hate.mail at antishuffle.com. If you want to tell us how much we suck and how much we're wrong about uh, 72 Seasons and how it's the greatest album of all time and that you should never criticize Metallica, please also feel free to do that. Um, bring it on. <laughs> bring, bring on your hate mail. Um, <laughs> and with that, it is a wrap. How did you think it went, Mansoor? I thought it went tremendously well. Um... I'm really looking forward to, to to be sharing with you guys all our input and hearing back from you. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned, and uh, we look forward to do this again and again. Yeah, we'll be doing this weekly, so expect an episode every week. And uh, so stay tuned, like I said, on our, like Mansoor said, on our social media, follow us there, and, uh, you know, so that you stay updated and, you know, Subscribe to us on iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And see you in the next episode. See you guys. Have a good one.